Listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. How y'all doing after a very long weekend? It felt long. Um, it felt like the weekend was a little bit longer than most. I don't know. I think the rain and the gloominess of the past two days kind of had an effect with that. You know, you know how it is. I don't know about how it is at your house, but you know, you got the windows open, taking it in and you're relaxing a little bit here. You're doing this and that coloring books, all this other kind of stuff. So yeah, it seems like, uh, the, the weekend was fulfilling. It was for us. Hopefully it was fulfilling for yourselves as well. Good morning to all of our dear friends. Josue, good morning to you, my brother. Good morning and happy Monday to everyone. Good morning, Aisha Saxon and Greg Ellsbury. Good morning to you, dear sir, as well. So we have a lot to talk about. I want to give a quick shout out to all of our friends, fans, listeners, and supporters. Um, and a lot of people hit us up over the weekend with news. That was really cool. That was always much, or excuse me, that is always much appreciated. So we really thank you guys for that. Uh, hopefully you guys had a great weekend. What'd you do? Did you guys go to the concert? Did you go see the Journey cover band or the Journey tribute concert? Some of our friends were going on a date night for that. Ooh, ooh, date night. Yay! Right. Heck yeah. So how was it? Let us know in the chat how it was for you guys. Hopefully you guys had a great time uh, out there over the weekend. All right. So we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We've got, boy, 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 do we have news today. It is a Monday packed 
full of news. Um, so first things first, one of the things that I do want to bring up, uh, which is important, is our collective public safety and health. Uh, Aurora is seeing low COVID-19 hospitalization rates, but medical officials remain cautious of the Delta variant, excuse me, variant. While federal and state data shows COVID-19 infections are again climbing in some parts of Illinois, Aurora hospitals are not seeing an increase in coronavirus virus patients yet. Officials at the medical centers, however, say they remain concerned about the trends in the state and are keeping an eye out on the Delta variant of the virus. Uh, after a decline in COVID-19 cases over the last three months, daily cases are up in the west, central, and southern regions of Illinois, along with the metro east region near St. Louis. Cases remain relatively low, but state officials said there is concern that more of Illinois could follow suit. All right. So I'll put this link in the chat for you guys to read this at your leisure. The time is now 8.04 a.m. Um, yeah, as you know, and as we've told you guys a million times, let's be safe. You know, let's uh, let's not be so wrapped up in trying to have fun that we uh, become lax in what we need to do to stay safe, remain safe and make sure that our neighbors and our family is safe as well. Uh, so, yeah, please read that article. It's really good and uh, has a lot of lot of good uh, data points for you guys as well. So let me know what you did. I got a great picture, which I will share with you guys after um, after the show. One of our fans sent in a picture of himself in the GMA shirt out and about, and it was really cool to see. I was uh, right. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. So if you guys uh, take some pics, if you're out and about with the GMA, uh, excuse me, yeah, GMA gear on, take some pics and uh, send them to us. You know what I'm saying? We'll shout you out. You know we will. I also have. Uh, I've got a surprise for you guys as well. There's a contest that we're going to be running coming up soon. Got some great stuff. I think that you guys will really like this. If you like art, you will love what you could win listening to Good Morning Aurora. All right. Uh, so quick news before we get into our discussion of the day. Uh, our friends of the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry are having their annual Radiothon. Radiothon. Yes, that's correct. This will take place this Thursday. Uh, from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., Thursdays to 15th, 95.9 The River will be joining, and it'll be a lot to do at places that you can also go to as well. So they'll be uh, at Syrup from 6 to 10 a.m., Spartan House from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and this is going to be on Thursday once again, and AC's Pub, which I hear good things about. I got to go holler at them, uh, and that'll be from 3 to 7 p.m. Syrup is 1961 West Galena. Spartan House is 1032 Prairie Street. AC's Pub is 2124 West Galena. Shouts out to our friends of the Food Pantry, sponsors like Dolan and Murphy and Conan Insurance, and of course, River Rock 95.9. Uh, that's very cool. And the Aurora Interfaith Food Pantry, as you guys know, I don't have to tell you awesome Aurorans, um, but the Aurora Food Pantry, man, they do a lot. They do a whole lot, and they have been doing a lot since the pandemic started, and they continue to do it. Uh, support them if you can. Please do. 
please give them the shout out that they deserve as a community organization and an asset to our community. The time is 8.07. Alyssa O'Cone is here, everybody. Alyssa O'Cone. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Maria Chirito, good morning to you as well. And Anna Sierra, what is up? Dear sister, all right. A lot of small businesses represented in the chat. I see that already. Look at these businesses. Look at you guys. You guys are motivated public servants. A lot of good stuff is going on here. All right. Um, so the largest ever Kane County recycling event happened over the weekend. Did you guys know about this? I didn't even know about that. It was in St. Charles. It's called the Recycling Extravaganza event. Um, now, this is the uh, sixth one that Kane County has had just this year. And uh, on top of items regularly collected, including electronics, clothing and books, uh, also accepted was paint, aerosol products and cans, small propane tanks, fluorescent light tubes and bulbs, excuse me, styrofoam, bikes, helmets and tools. See, here's the thing. And I want to plant a small flag in the conversation just for the moment. You know, I'm seeing a whole lot more um, recycling, environment, climate-based events taking place in the county. And I like that. I like that. I like seeing the ability for people to dump hazardous materials safely because, you know, for a long time, that just wasn't going on. Not safely. You had miscellaneous dump sites all over the place, this and that. You got acid mixed in with baby dolls. It's crazy. And uh, all of that is a consistent eyesore on our community, our city, and our county. Uh, so I'm glad to see that all this great stuff is going on. Kane County Board Member Mark DeVoust was on hand with his granddaughters who were helping collect fluorescent lights. He called the event, quote, a great opportunity for the people of Kane County to help us keep doing the right thing. And according to Jennifer Jarland, quote, we want to keep Kane County a great place to live and work. Uh, and we've worked it out having a very efficient system. Very cool. All right. Uh, I'm going to put the link in the chat for you guys to read this awesome article as well. And um, before we get into the discussion, I want to make sure that you guys know just who we are. We are Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast, bringing you news, interviews, culture, community, art, resources, law enforcement, uh, hip-hop, everything in between. Everything in between. And we endeavor daily to make sure that all of you guys stay updated and that we're all playing in a nice, cool, peaceful sandbox here in our wonderful city of Aurora. The time is 8.10. Okay. Now, let's get to some more. Actually, it's not just some more news. It's is a uh, very kind of special... Yeah. Our friends of the Quad County African American Chamber of Commerce are hosting their annual Quad County Golf Classic Scholarship Fundraiser. Uh, and this is going to be Saturday, August 14th. Registration is at 11.30 a.m. on that day. The shotgun start scramble format for both men and women is going to be at 1.30 p.m. This is going to be taking place at Orchard Valley Golf Course, 2411 West Illinois Avenue in Aurora, one of Chicagoland's best public championship golf courses. Uh, early bird registration 
is 120 and it's 140 per person. To register, you can call 630-859-9776. That number again is 630-859-9776. Or visit quadcountyaachamber.org. Uh, this is great. Great stuff. They do have sponsorship packages. You got the American Eagle. That's the top notch. And then you got the Soaring Birdie. That's the, you know, second level. And then you got the performer, the parformer, excuse me. And that's like number three. Um, so, yes, get on out there and shouts out to our friends of the Quad County African-American <laughs> Chamber of Commerce. That's word up. That's word up. That is word up. All right. So if anybody went to that concert, I still need to know because I was not able to go. But here's the thing about it. I live pretty close. Right. So I actually heard everything that was going on over there. And it sounded like a lot of fun. So I'm glad that um, glad that you guys went out and had a good time. And again, if you had a date night, if you had a wonderful time out there, send us the pics and we will make sure that you get posted and get some love. Okay, you guys. Now, let's move on. Face Pork Chop Barbecue Fundraiser is going on also in August. Holy cow, it's almost August, you guys. The end of the year is approaching us. How about that? Who knew? Think about it. It's going to be 2022 before you know it. Before you know it. And Good Morning Aurora will be two years old. That's awesome. All right, Face Pork Chop Barbecue Fundraiser is taking place. The Aurora Township Foundation for Senior and Youth services is presenting this and they are happy to have you come through it'll be the 9th of august that's a monday from 4 30 to 6 30 p.m the price is 15 dollars per dinner drive through or carry out only 313 gale street is the address and funds go towards youth scholarships in aurora uh, shout out to aurora township they do a lot of great stuff serving kane county since 1849 holy cow yeah that's right because um Township government is like the earliest form of government in American history, something like that. I got to look that up one more time. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty uh, pretty old school, pretty good. Also, don't forget, Wednesdays at the Plaza, that's coming back as well. Something that has been a staple down here in Aurora for a very long time. Uh, it didn't go away, actually. People were out there doing their thing, instrumentals, uh, artists, musicians, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they were doing their thing. COVID is what really put a damper on things. Um, so it appears that Wednesdays at the Plaza is coming back full force. Here is the lineup and the schedule. On the 14th of this month, we got Maribel Skipworth, the 21st. WDCB Jazz presents Chris Green. On the 28th, we have the Darling Sons. August 4th, the Heavy Lifting. And August 11th, the Aurora Latin Band. All concerts start at 7 p.m. And that's Millennium Plaza on Stope Avenue. Shouts out to our dear friends of Aurora Downtown. You can check them out on Facebook at Aurora Downtown or on Instagram at Downtown Aurora. And if you got Instagram... We should be friends on it. Okay, so now let me tell you something else that's going to be happening here, and it's happening today. Uh, I've been telling you guys about this for quite a while. This is a message for our seniors, and we have a lot of um, news today. We've got some good information, rather, I should say, uh, for our senior community. So before we get into the fun part, 
let's get into what is normal. Uh, our state representatives, Stephanie Kiffewitt of the 84th District, Barbara Hernandez, Hernandez excuse me, of the 83rd, and Keith Wheeler of the 50th, are partnering with the Kane Senior Council and St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church today, providing free frozen meals to seniors. Uh, this is from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. St. Athanasius is located at 1855 Fifth Avenue in Aurora. Uh, now, the next event date will be August 16th, and the last and final day will be September 13th. Shouts out to our awesome state representatives, and shouts out to St. Athanasius Greek Orthodox Church, y'all. That's word up. That is word up. Hey, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to and watching Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. So happy and so glad to see all of you wonderful Great, blessed people. Okie dokie. Now, I just told you about some other recycling stuff that happened in St. Charles, and that was for the whole county. And as mentioned, uh, it benefits all of us. But this is going to be local. Did you know that there's a recycling event planned in Aurora? And it's coming up. State Representative Stephanie Kifwit will host the annual Community Recycle and Shred Day event from 9 a.m. to noon on the 24th of this month, which is a Saturday, at Waterford Plaza parking lot, 1677 Montgomery Road in Aurora. If you don't know where that is, that's where Java Plus is. So Java Plus Coffee, that's like, um, well, it's right around the corner from Rush Copley. So, yeah, 1677 Montgomery Road. Well, I encourage all residents who are looking to shred documents, recycle old electronics, donate books or cell phones, safely dispose of unneeded prescription and over-the-counter medication, or donate eyeglasses and hearing aids to stop by our event, said Representative Kiffelwick. Document shredding will be provided per personal files, but limited to a maximum of two boxes per person. Cell phones and eyeglasses will be collected to benefit mutual grounds, domestic violence and sexual assault services. Medications will be collected by Fox Metro for disposal. Lightly used books will also be collected. This is very, very cool. For more information about the event, you can contact Representative Kiffelwitz District Office at 630-585-1308. That number is 630-585-1308. And here comes the link for this so that you awesome, wonderful, dear, dedicated people can take part. The time is 8.17 a.m. And you are listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. How do I know? How do I know? Because I'm here telling you that's how we know. All right. Tracy Duran is here, y'all. Good morning, Tracy. Good morning. Yeah. Word up. Word. That's word. Tracy Duran is a uh, friend of the show, and she is a local author as well. You may recall, if you're a fan of Good Morning, where you've been watching, that we did a, uh, a piece with Tracy just on Leland Tower and just on the history of Leland Tower, how it's changed. Um, all the things that used to happen there. And she even showed us a menu from like way back. That was really cool to see. Man, like seriously, like whiskey was like a nickel. That's crazy. Rhonda's Wart Crooks, good morning to you as well, dear friend. Good morning, good morning. And Jennifer Ryan Mason is here, y'all. What is up? Jennifer tells us no concert here, but her oldest son 
and herself, they went to El Chupacabra Puerto Rican restaurant on Broadway. I hear good things about that place. I got I, I got to go check them out. That's good. I hear good things about that place. I got to go uh I got to go peep that cuz I like I like Puerto Rican food. Puerto Rican food is really good. Arroz con gandulas. That's what it is, y'all. That is what it is. The time is 8.19. Okay. Uh, we have I've, some news was brought to our attention, I think, collectively um, over the weekend. And that's going to be the topic of today's show. But before we get into that, I wanted to mention. Uh, so we mentioned Mutual Ground, actually, about the recycling event. Uh, Mutual Ground's hiring. And I want to let you guys know that Mutual Ground is a uh, wonderful organization with very, very dedicated individuals who have been part of the community for a very long time. And Good Morning Aurora is proud to highlight and shout out the work that they do because organizations like Mutual Ground keep the ball moving for survivors of abuse. They're hiring for a variety of positions. Clinical manager for the substance use services, finance specialist, prevention educator uh, for substance use prevention, and a prevention educator uh, for uh, violence prevention, a relief advocate, weekends on calls for residential services, therapist for family services, therapist for counseling services, and a victim advocate, third shift part time for residential services. For more information, check out mutualground.com org slash about slash careers you know what hold on a second did you hear that hold on that kind of kind of sounded like it could be a rhyme mutual ground dot org slash about slash careers mutual ground dot org slash about no, slash career okay i'm gonna stop right now the time is 8 20 a.m okay um so it's came maybe you guys saw the uh the post that was written uh, over the weekend, and it's been making the rounds. It's got a lot of shares. Um, SciTech, actually, um, there was a uh, there was a post written by a past uh, employee, and it was sent to us. The interesting thing about it is that of the of some of the individuals in the post, we interviewed two of them. Um, but it was sent to us and it's been making the rounds and a lot of our friends, in fact, I'd have to say that of, of the eight people who reached out to Good Morning Aurora on the side, um, all of these people are dedicated, baked in the cake Aurorans who expressed absolute dismay at um, what appeared appears to be going on with SciTech. And, you know, so I'm, we're going to read actually um, from the post so that you guys who are not familiar with what's going on um, can get updated. Hold on real quick, you guys. Let me say hello to uh, Tracy Duran. All right. So we're going to read from it if you're not familiar. It is with great disappointment and frustration for the staff of SciTech Hands-On Museum and the Aurora community at large that I share the following information. On Tuesday, July 6th, the SciTech Hands-On Museum Board of Directors and Executive Director Faith Slowinski terminated the entire staff of the museum. Three staff were immediately terminated and told they had 
30 minutes to gather their personal effects and exit the building. The remaining two staff were asked to stay through July 23rd and were told if they did not accept, they would be resigning and would not be eligible to collect unemployment. The time is 8.23 a.m. Faith Slowinski walked out of the museum on Friday morning, June 25th, telling staff that she, quote, had enough, end quote, and that she quit. Faith formally submitted her resignation to the Board of Directors on June 26, 2021. The Board of Directors met on June 30th, 2021, in a closed session and decided to retain Faith despite her resignation. Thursday, July 1st, 2021, the Board of Directors sent an email to staff advising them that Faith was being retained as executive director. Additionally, the staff were informed that nobody should be in the building and that operations were going to cease until Tuesday, July 6th, 2021, at which time the board would provide further guidance. Tuesday morning, July 6th, 2021, all staff were informed individually that the further guidance was that they were being terminated. When asked specifically if the decision to terminate all staff was unanimous, Trent Perkins, board president, stated that there were no objections from any board members. Faith Slowinski was hired by the board of directors in April of 2021, with an official start date of May 10th, 2021. Faith came from a corporate background, having only ever worked for Molex and had no nonprofit or museum experience to speak of. During the first week of employment, Faith told staff for the first time she was going to resign having, quote, made a mistake, end quote, taking the position that, that it was, quote, harder than I expected, end quote. Faith told staff three to four additional times specifically that she was going to resign, additionally telling staff she didn't expect that she would be at the museum any longer by July 4th. The board of directors has repeatedly exhibited the inability to understand the nuances of nonprofit and museum management and have regularly worked to the detriment of the organization. This particular situation is only the most recent example of the complete mismanagement of this community asset by the board of directors and the executive directors over the past few years. Um, and then there is a board of directors that is listed. Now, out of the uh, individuals named in the board of directors, I've interviewed two of them. The board of directors is as follows. Trent Perkins, board president. Nick Scanlon, vice president of development. Barg Bjungren, vice president of education. Joe Gordon, treasurer. Rachel Wellen, secretary. Arlene Hawks, director emeritus. Non-voting. Kevin Fitzpatrick, Gina Santori, Krista Carroll, Sheila Conrad, Dick Hawks, Alessandro Manella, and David Potasnik on a leave of absence and seemingly not present during this discussion. The time is 8.26 a.m. Um, yeah. See, when I read this, I thought to myself, this is, this is, this is sad. This is really sad. And I think that one of the things that makes it so sad and, and you guys look, um, you know, uh, Tracy tells this disheartening. It is, it is very disheartening. I think the thing that makes it sad for me is that, you know, I'm thinking 
of my son and everybody else's kid, right? It's like we're adults. We know what happens at work and this, that, and the other, and Jimmy doesn't like Sarah, so now they're not going to clock in and eat lunch. We already know what kind of drama exists amongst the higher-ups, but kids don't know that. So, like, when I was reading this, and, may you know, I don't want to be an alarmist, but when I was reading this, I was thinking to myself, what if SciTech closes? What is my kid going to say every time we ride bikes past there? What's your kid going to say? Better yet, what would become of SciTech? What's that building going to be? Is that just going to be an empty? Now, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes, and one could only hope that with a board of directors of that many people, certainly something is taking place behind the scenes to right the apparent wrong. The time is 827. Um, but then again, I think it's not outlandish to say that whatever can be done to save SciTech should be done. Absolutely. I mean, I, I wouldn't want, you know, River Edge Park shouts out. Paramount, much love, but whatever it takes to get that ship squared away, using a little bit of Navy terminology for you guys, uh, whatever it takes to get that corrected, to get that squared away, and to get that running back to where it is a an asset to the community and the confidence is there, that should be done. Uh, the writer of this tagged in um, our, uh, our city excuse me, City of Aurora government as well. So uh, one can only hope that the right actions are being taken behind the scenes. The time is 8.28. All right, um, so let us know what you guys think. Let me know in the chat in the bottom. What do you guys think? Share your thoughts with us about what you guys think about um, the stuff going on. I won't even call it drama. I'll just call it stuff. I'll just call it stuff. What do you guys think about the uh, stuff going on with SciTech. Let me know in the chats because you guys are all Aurorans. We're all Aurorans. We've been here. Um, so let's see what we what do we think about it? Because I don't want that to go away and I don't want anything bad to happen to SciTech. Um, you know, quite frankly, I give a damn. All right. So um yeah, that's some BS in half an hour to get your stuff. That's from Hosway. Yeah, that's that is crazy in itself. Tracy tells us plus the people who were let go were there for a long time. And know that place inside out. And Anna tells us, the, yes, can't forget the purpose. Thank you. The purpose of SciTech. Aisha tells us that her kids love SciTech. I hope this gets resolved quickly as possible. I do as well. Now, I have faith. I, I will tell you this. Wow, that was crazy. I didn't mean to make that like uh, announcement. But I do have faith that um, I have faith that things will get better with SciTech and at SciTech. I really do. I hope they do, but I'm confident that they do because I do not, you know, SciTech has a lot, SciTech receives a lot of funding and uh, they say money talks. So if that's the case, I expect the ship to be righted very, very quickly. Um, so I interviewed Faith Slowinski. Tell you guys a, a funny, tell you guys a funny story here. How do I know? Tell you guys how life works. The world is a small place. I don't know if you guys knew that. So check this out. You guys remember when it was museum week? Remember that? You guys remember that? And what happened? Good morning, Aurora. We went live from the Aurora Regional Fire Museum. You guys remember that? Okay. Check it out. I want you guys to pay attention. You guys can dig into. I'm going to give you. You know what? Hold on. 
yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. It's breaking news. All right. So you guys will recall we did the fire museum or museum week. We did two episodes. The first, remember the first one? The first episode was Jen Evans, Aurora Public Art Director, and Eric Pry, homie. Shouts out Eric Pry. That's my boy, GAR Museum Curator. Okay. The second time we did it, we interviewed Brian Failing, Executive Director of the um, Fire Museum, word up, and Faith Lewinsky. We interviewed her. We interviewed her. Go back and watch that interview. Go back and watch that interview. <laughs> Go back and watch the interview because in the interview, I was like, oh, wow, you have a background. And she said no. So she kept it real. She kept it 100 percent real in that interview. She said, I have no experience doing this. I've never run a nonprofit before. Now, at the time, it really didn't mean nothing because you people get jobs that they'd have never done before. Right. I mean. I wasn't a radio host. Right. Um, but she never did it before. And she just said it right there. And I remember interviewing her and I remember thinking to myself, wow, this lady has never, she uh, is an engineer by education and background. And I remember sitting there thinking to myself, wow, this lady has never run a museum, has no knowledge of the nonprofit world. And now she's the executive director of SciTech. Wow. And that was just, you know, I just thought, wow. Now you read this and it's like, wow, it's not even like a wow no more. It's like, wow, that's crazy. But you know what? That's what we do. We bring you the, we bring you the real news and the real scoop. This is Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. This is the people's news right here. So if we can't find it out, we going to find it out. Okay. All right, so Josue told me to stop when I was rapping, y'all. I guess Josue doesn't like a brother's bars. I wasn't really rapping. I was just trying to, like, DJ with three buttons. But thank you, Josue, because you really got the, uh, you know, you got the turntables and all that, and that is really cool. Okay, so now uh, we'll move on from that. But still, let me know what you guys think about the SciTech situation in the chat. That is the discussion for the day. So go ahead. If you are just tuning in, it's Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Mark Hogan is here, y'all. Yes. Shouts out. Tavern on Broadway, 24 of North Broadway. That's where you need to be. They are open tomorrow at 4 p.m. They've got, um, they've got, what do they got? karaoke or trivia i think they got karaoke no excuse me trivia wednesday nights at 8 p.m and on friday they got fish fries shouts out to our dear friends of tavern on broadway okay check this out now here's what i was going to tell you guys this is some breaking news today the aurora city council is set to vote on a measure looking to create a new license category for online liquor delivery in the city of Aurora. Did you hear me? Let me repeat that. The Aurora City Council is set to vote on a measure to allow online liquor sales in the city from a business that only delivers to individual homes. The measure, an amendment to the city's liquor control ordinance, would create a license category. Pay attention to what I'm telling you. They're creating a wheel, a whole new joint out of nowhere. This is good, though. The measure, an amendment to the city's liquor control Ordinance would create a license category to include the city's first e-commerce delivery store. Now, I find that good. I like that. I like that. 
It has standards for liquor licensing and identifying the rules for the process of e-commerce delivery of alcohol. Alderman Ed Bug of the Ninth Ward said the new delivery store is a result of the coronavirus pandemic causing people to want everything to be delivered, it seems. Edward Bug is the chairman of the council's RAP committee. That's the Rules Administration and Procedures Committee, which recommended the new category created by the legal department and city clerk Jennifer Stallings, who administers liquor licenses in the city. Stallings, in a memo to the city council, said a business seeking to open an e-commerce delivery store contacted city staff about their options to sell and deliver beer, wine, and liquor through online and telephone orders only. Wow, that's pretty cool. What do you guys think about that? That's two things to chime in about this morning. What do you guys think about online liquor delivery here in the city of Aurora? And what do you think about what's going on with SciTech? Please let us know what you guys are thinking. How do I know? That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Now we got, um, that's, we have some more news for you guys. Now I'm going to, I'm going to take it away from licensing just for a brief moment. Take it away from the licensing because we've got some more stuff to talk about when it comes to that, because there's going to be a myriad of events taking place here in downtown Aurora coming up very soon. And I'm happy to say that good morning Aurora will be once again, we will be front and center when it comes to some cool stuff happening here in downtown Aurora. Tracy Duran shared with us about Chupacabra, the Puerto Rican restaurant recently opened on Broadway. Uh, Tracy says that she was there recently. The food and atmosphere is awesome. Plus, on a historical point, the building is one of the oldest buildings on Broadway. And uh, Tracy appears to have shared with us a link in the chat. So check that out and see what you guys think about that. History of Aurora when it comes to uh, our buildings, our architecture, and uh, our infrastructure is very cool to learn about. There's a lot in Aurora, uh, a lot to see and a lot to do. And a lot of it has been here for hundreds of years. So to watch it still be able to be integrated updated and uh, worked into our everyday life is absolutely fascinating the time is 8 37 a.m okay now let's see what we got well i hashtag i give a damn that's the new ish you know what aisha that's the newest yeah right hashtag i give a damn that's the new hashtag y'all that's the that's the new ish i give a damn we do now on a happy note Savannah, we told you about Savannah last week. She was selling lemonade to uh, the funds of which were being donated to Marie Wilkinson's. Yeah, that's right, Marie Wilkinson's. Uh, she raised $2,845 from her lemonade stand. Shouts out to Savannah. Very cool. That's awesome. I like to see that. I really do like to see that. I like to see people taking part. And uh, lemonade's good. The great American drink right there. You can't go wrong with lemonade. All right. Let's get into some more news, you guys. Let's get into some more news. Let's talk it up. Let's talk it up. Uh, get ready because the um, Kane County Triad is still going on, still taking part, and it's still going to be happening August 10th, 1130 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Phillips Park Pavilion. What is Kane County Triad? Well, Kane County Triad and a lot of our other community partners are coming together for the annual triad picnic for seniors. It's going to be just $3 to get in. 
Seniors can register online or in person at any Fox Valley Community Center by August 1st. To register online, use code 112-007-01. That code again is 112-007-01. You can also register by phone with Senior Services Associates. By calling 630-897-4035. That number again is 630-897-4035. Shouts out to the Fox Valley Park District, Aurora Township, and many, many others. Also, don't forget our friends of Fox Valley United Way. They're having their very first Halloween hustle, 5K, one-mile fun walk. Are you guys going to take part in that? You better. This is a great fundraising event, the proceeds of which will ensure financial support for our children. The date will take place October 17th, 9 a.m. Once again, Phillips Park is the place to be. Sponsorships are available and registration is required to register. There is a link, and the link is what I'm going to put into the chat for you guys. Okay. The time is 8.39 a.m. Holy cow, where does the time go? Um, If you're just tuning in, we spoke today about the situation in SciTech, or rather at SciTech. We read the rather scathing indictment uh, posted about SciTech and its board of directors. If you guys are unfamiliar with that, please educate thyself. Check it out. Read up on it. Um, And it has been brought to the attention of the city so we shall see what becomes of it a lot of people are up in arms over the situation with SciTech because folks here love SciTech SciTech has been around for a very long time and SciTech has done a whole lot to educate enlighten and activate the minds of our youth and our kids so uh, please check the article out read it Let us know what you guys think. Um, It does matter, and your opinion matters as well. For those of you interested in getting to know us further, send us an email. GoodMorningAuroraIL at gmail.com, and we will read what you send us always. We will communicate with you, definitely. Okay, here's an article that I found uh, really good. So I want to read briefly from it for you guys as well the recent fourth of july parade was a red white and blue coming out and a coming back for the city of aurora certainly it held plenty of emotions for police chief chris zeman excuse me Kristen zeman who told me later that she walked the event with the apd honor guard rather than go back into the crowds and greet people as she normally would she went to her car sat inside of it overwhelmed by the fact that this would be her last parade in the community. Her last time walking these celebratory streets in the uniform she'd been wearing for the past 30 years. Chief Zeman, who started as an Aurora Police Department cadet at 17 and took over as chief five and a half years ago, is stepping down in just a few weeks. So it's hardly a surprise that her emotions were running high as she greeted the enthusiastic crowds lining the streets of her hometown. It was the city's first parade in two years, and in that time, a pandemic and downtown unrest brought on by civil unrest across the country in the wake of the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis abruptly changed the dynamics of the community's relationship with the rural police officers who had enjoyed hero status after the horrible mass shooting that shook this community to its core the previous year. I'm going to put the article 
in the chat for you guys so that you can read it at your leisure. I thought it was an interesting article, definitely. Uh, the writer of the column, I am a, uh, a big fan of. So I always like to share um, some of the good stuff that I read from the writers that I love. And I hope that you guys were able to check out our blog post that we wrote yesterday um, on our website, goodmorningaurora.com. I uh, hope that you guys check that out and let me know what you guys uh, think about it. I'll make sure to share it again today, though, as well, so that you guys can uh, read it and check out some of our writing. We try to write a little bit, too, and I like to make sure that you guys can definitely get my uh, get my point on some things that we talk about. Because there's a lot of things that I like writing about as opposed to talking about on the show. Um, so definitely want to see what you guys think about that the time is 8 43 all right last big headline of the day because this does matter it matters to people like me and it matters to a couple other people who are on this board as well if you sit on a council or a board definitely this matters to you in the wake of the pandemic aurora officials are looking at changes at city hall designed to expand and reorganize the city government City officials have proposed changes to address issues raised during 2020, a time when staff was, quote, able to look at the workload and spreading that work out, end quote. That's according to Alex Voigt, deputy chief of staff in the mayor's office. The expansion is an attempt to bring back some of the initiatives that were lost back in 2009 during the recession. When the city cut many jobs and decreased the number of departments at City Hall from 14 to 9. According to Aurora Chief Management Officer Alex Alexandru, quote, it's a citywide approach. We try to be strategic, making recommendations on the strength of the current workforce. But at the end of the day, we haven't gone on a spending spree, end quote. The total cost of the changes would increase the 2021 city budget by 1.4 percent. Alderman is set to vote on a budget amendment that covers a number of things, including the proposed reorganization. It would add about $3.5 million to the general fund expenditures, bringing the overall general fund to about $197 million. The overall city budget would increase to about $450.7 million. And I'm going to put this article in the chat for you wonderful people as well. The time is 8.45 a.m. All right. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Let us know what you guys think about the situation at SciTech. Time is 845. Let us know what you guys think about that. Also, don't forget, let us know what you guys think about the um, liquor delivery in the city of Aurora. Okay. Tracy tells us when I when my daughter and I visit the police station to bring over treats, they were told that they need all the support that they can from the community. With all of the unrest going on and other police stations with, quote, bad apples, end quote, they get enveloped in that, too. They try to be careful and also try to be on the forefront of being the best for the community. Well said, Tracy. Well said. And I saw you delivering uh, treats to the PD. Shouts out. OK. Now, the Aurora East Education Foundation, A-E-E-F. Don't forget. 
A-E-E-F Benefit Golf Outing, a fundraiser for scholarships and faculty projects that's going down this Thursday at Phillips Park Golf Course. Another event happening at Phillips Park. Phillips Park making sure they can get all their events in, y'all. They had, they're, they're tired. Tired of being stepped on. Tired of being left in the back. Okay. The public is invited to this. The schedule is an 11 a.m. registration, noon, box, lunch, 12.30 p.m. shotgun, scramble, and start. And then 5 p.m. you have dinner. 5.30 p.m. the awards program. The purpose of the event is to raise funds for many grants to support student scholarships and education-focused projects by faculty. The A. EEF distributed 1,000 scholarships to 18 East Aurora High School seniors last spring and plans many, many grants to teachers and staff this fall. Included in the entry fee are 18 holes of golf with cart, gift package, box lunch, refreshments, social hour, dinner, and prizes. Holy cow. I like that. All right. Fees are 140 for individuals and $500 for foursomes. Sponsorships are also available, and uh, the registration is limited to 124 golfers. The deadline to register is today. Once again, the deadline to register for this wonderful and awesome event is today. So do not forget to get your butts out there and take part in something that's awesome. And, uh, you know what? Not only is it awesome, get your golf skills up, right? Does anybody golf? Any of you guys golf out there in the uh, comments? You guys golf? Nobody? Okay. Well, I was told, um, Curtis, you need to golf. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to see about that. Okay. Now, Josue asks us, how will it work? Interesting question, Jose. Uh, here's how it works. So the now the measure so has to get approved and everything. Um, so Jose says, let me see what Jose said. Let me see. Oh, when I was young, everyone was trying to get a fake ID to get liquor or somebody that will get us liquor. Good question, Jose. All right. That's not how it works. So there is a fail safe mechanism in here to make sure. So here's how it goes. According to the amendment, a person making the delivery must be 21 years or older. Deliveries are allowed 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. Monday through Thursday. 6 a.m. to 2 a.m. Friday and Saturday and 9 a.m. to 1 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, the e-commerce delivery store must obtain and maintain a record of the driver's license or state ID number from each person placing an order for liquor. So that's how they do it. When making a delivery, the delivery person must get a signature for someone 21 years or older, the same person who placed the order. And then the e-commerce delivery store must keep a record of everyone who orders from them. So that's how it works. So the person who placed the order is the same person who has to get the order. And you got to be 21. Um, yeah. So that's how they're doing that. Looks like they got it wrapped up. If they can sell liquor online with ease, I hope they can do something about SciTech, though. But that's another story. I mean, y'all tell me what you do, right? Right? But, you know, that's another. But we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. We're just going to stay tuned.
That's what we'll do. We'll stay tuned and we will update you guys accordingly. Okay. Our friends of Age Guide Northeastern Illinois are hosting the Senior Lifestyle Expo. This is the largest annual expo in the Midwest for older adults. This year, the event will be virtual. Join uh, Age Guide for two days of educational sessions, memory cafes, entertainment, exhibitors, and more, all from the comfort of your own home. The event will take place August 17th and 18th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Attendance is free, but register. Hold on. Let's, you know what? Can't be doing Let me, every time we mess up on the mic, we drink coffee. So that means you too. Get to pick it up. Let's do it. Ah, okay. Now let's try that again. Attendance is free, but registration is required. To do so, there is a link to click, and that link is going to be in your chat right now. Cheers, Anna. Cheers, my sister. All right. Man, I like, you know what, all of you people, let's give all of you a round of applause. Let's just do that real quick. Host Way got jokes this morning. No, I did not get liquor delivered. <laughs> I did not get li- That's how the e-commerce works, y'all. Yeah, they, they sending out mimosas right now, y'all. All right. Um, so a couple more news items. Holy cow, the time is 8.52 a.m. You're listening to Good Morning Aurora, the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Holy cow. Where does the time? Where does the time go? Couple more quick news items. For you guys. Oh, hold on. Before we do that, let's make sure. Okay, great. A couple more news items. Join the Kane County Democratic women as they sail on board the Blue Wave cruise. This is going to be August 21st, leaving the dock promptly at 6.30 p.m. Boarding starts at 6 p.m. August 21st, Potawatomi Park is the location, 8 North Avenue in St. Charles. Uh, the price is $100 a person. It includes a boat cruise, catered meal, wine, beer, and water. Uh, there is a donation, a secureactblue.com link. And I'll have to actually post this for you guys in a separate post because I do not have the link. The link is embedded in this post that I was sent. So I can't get it out here right now at the moment. But rest assured, you will definitely know. How to get on that boat. Get on their boats. Their banana boats. All right. Now, last, last, but certainly not least. Certainly not. As my, as your fellow community partner, I would be remiss if I did not tell you that the IDA, IHDA, Illinois Housing Development Agency portal, for rent assistance the deadline for that is midnight the 18th of this month that portal will close the program has been going on since the 28th of june our friends and community partners of the neighbor project 32 south broadway are here to assist you and your family in applying for rental assistance should you need it This phase of the ILRPP program is initiated by tenants. Contact the neighbor 
account or excuse me, the neighbor project as they have Spanish speaking counselors if you need them. For more information, you can call 630-906-9400. That number again is 630-906-9400. The way the program works is if you are a tenant who is behind on rent, the state will pay your landlord your back rent. And if you have hardship currently or going forward, they will also pay what's called prospective rent. And that is up to three months in advance. Uh, the complete limit is $25,000. So if you or anyone you know is behind on their rent and um, can benefit, please let them know that the Neighbor Project, go to that page on Facebook, hit the like button. Um, the Neighbor Project is here to help them. We've posted this for you guys. I'll make sure to repost this uh, so that you guys can check it out. Uh, yeah, a lot of folks have been hurting due to COVID. People lost their homes. People lost their livelihood and everything. This program is designed to make sure that people who are on the verge of losing their homes can stay in their homes or their households. Now, um, a person asked over the weekend, this is sep this is rental assistance. This is not mortgage assistance. This is not homeowner assistance. Ida has done and presumably will do another round of assistance for mortgage holders and homeowners. This is not for that. So once again, this is only for renters, tenants who are currently behind on their rent. The time is 8:56 a.m. All right. And um I think that's a wrap for today. I think what yeah, I know, you know what? Right. Yeah. That's right. Um, what a day. What a day. Uh, thank you very much, Tracy. We appreciate it. Thank you very much, Anna Sierra. Shouts out to all of our friends, our fans, and listeners. We hope that you guys enjoyed the news today. We've got a lot more coming. A lot more great stuff is happening. Shouts out to all of our friends and community partners. Harry Beast. Treadwell, everybody, man, much love. Thank you very much for supporting us. We appreciate it. Shouts out to our friends at the venue. Shouts out to the Maiden family, the Rice family, the Nelsons, everybody. Shouts out to all of our friends out there who continue to send us positive messages. We get text messages. Man, keep it up. Good work. You know, thank you very much. I appreciate it so, so much, you guys. It is much appreciated. Thank you for the text message that you send, um, you know, just saying, have a good day. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you very much, you guys. Thank you for hitting the like button. Thank you for hitting the heart button. Thank you for sharing the show. We're trying to make sure that positive, relevant, important, local Aurora news reaches everybody. This isn't just some podcast. We're trying to build a community here. And Victoria Halamadonado, oh, good morning to you. Yay! She says, see what you can do with no distractions? Facts. Seriously. See what you can do with no distractions. I love that. All right. So that is it, you guys. I think that uh, we'll wrap it up right now. I hope that all of you guys have a blessed, blessed, blessed Monday today. Do the very best you can out there in whatever it is you do. Shouts out to APD. Shouts out to the Soto family. Shouts out to our city government. Shouts out to Alderman Bill Donnell. 
and Carl Franco. And, uh, yeah, we will see you guys back here tomorrow morning for more news, more community, and more everything on the second largest city's first daily news podcast. Take care of yourself and each other. Thank you.